You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace be upon you, the mercy of Allah and His blessings on the 25th night of Rajab of 1445. We commence with the Islamic economic indicators for today. The Zakat Nisab is 8,400 rands. The Mahar of Fatimi is 21,200 rands. And the minimum Mahar is 500 rands. Well, for the esteemed listeners, the email address for Mufti Sahib is akhussain at gmail.com and the website is muftiakhussain.net and the Twitter is at akhussain. For the listeners of uh, in the Durban region, the time for the Isha Zan in the Durban region is going to be at 20 minutes after 8, but you'll be listening to that Isha Azan for the listeners of Radio Al-Ansar at 20.30. That means it's going to be at 8.30. Well, a very warm welcome to the esteemed listeners of Marka Sahaba Online, Voice of the Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah, and the simulcast on Sirius FM in the East Rand, as well as on Radio Al-Ansar. To remember for your WhatsApp messages, 084-786-3132, and the international listeners is plus 27847863132. Well, we commence with a very important announcement from the board of Radio Al Ansar. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is Faisal MJ Suleiman, and I am the station manager at Radio Al Ansar. The following message is being conveyed on behalf of the chairperson, the board, and the management of Radio Al Ansar. The Board of Directors of the Al-Ansar Media Network have noted with deep concern the adverse effects of the comments made on the Nightline program on 3rd February 2024 by the panel of guests. As per the disclaimers aired, the directorship and staff of Al-Ansar make clear our distance from those views and opinions and state unequivocally our total disagreement with the panel and their opinions, which we must state, were uneducated and uninformed Islamically. The board of Radio Al-Ansar distances itself from and does not agree with, nor does it subscribe to the views, utterances and opinions expressed by the panel of guests on the show and will never entertain or allow any desecration of the Deen of Islam or distort any Sharia ruling or go against the teachings of the Holy Quran and the Hadith of our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Notwithstanding the above, the board wishes to expressly apologize to the listeners, the revered ulama and public at large for this program which caused much distress and disturbance. The board has been inundated with feedback from concerned listeners and is busy with investigations with those responsible for the program. Upon receipt of the reports in respect thereof, the board shall take the appropriate punitive action in due course to ensure that incidents like this never again occur on the airwaves of Radio Al-Ansar. Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Well, that was the announcement on behalf of the board of Radio Al-Ansar. Well, we welcome you to this evening's program, which is brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. It's a Q&A program. I'm right here at the new studios, and that's here in Westwood, number two, Grace Avenue, Westwood, uh, Durban, KwaZulu-Natal, South Africa, and Mufti Saab is at the head office in Lanesia. We take this opportunity and welcome Mufti Saab, as well as to you, the esteemed listeners of the various radio stations, onto this evening's program. Mufti 
صاحب السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ جزاک اللہ خیر فور جوائنگ اس ونس اگین دس ایوننگ وعلیکم السلام ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ بارک اللہ فیکم حافظ وادی جزاک اللہ خیر صاحب kindly take us through surah number 2 surah al-baqarah ayah number 185 from shahr ramadan alladhi unzila fihi al-quran the translation and tafsir of this particular ayah Bismillahirrahmanirrahim nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulihi al-kareem amma ba'd all praise due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Before we respond to the question, few things need to be announced. Number one is this, that inshallah this week Saturday night we should scan the sky for the month of Shaban and regarding that month the hadith is authentic in Tirmidhi Sharif, Ahsu Hilal Shaban li Ramadan, that you should be looking for the moon and scanning the sky so that we don't make any mistakes for Ramadan Mubarak, so therefore particular emphasis is mentioned for the crescent and hilal of the month of Shaban so that will be this week Saturday night and if the crescent is sighted then Shaban will be ushered in on Sunday this week and if it's not sighted then on Sunday will be the 30th of Rajab and the 1st of Shaban will be on Monday all of you the esteemed listeners of Radio Ansar International, Sirius FM and Marcus Sahaba You heard the announcement from Brother Faisal Suleiman that is the managing the managing this thing uh, manager of you must remember, of the station Radio Al Ansar and that was recorded obviously. So I just spoke to the chairman and that is our brother Ashfaq Dawood just about fifteen twenty minutes ago to ask him what's the latest developments and he said that the two brothers have shown some remorse and that is Doctor Anwar Jiva and Brother. Muhammad Varyava and they will be apologizing publicly on A on Radio Al Ansar tomorrow sometime and remember then once they have apologized there they will send it to us and then we will inshallah A it as well they'll apologize to all the listeners and they'll apologize publicly on A to me personally for whatever has happened so once they apologize then we accept it and then we carry on there'll be history and we carry on with the geography But one lesson I want to share with everybody, non-ulama must never get involved, remember, in these type of issues that you don't have the knowledge and remember, Islamic, you are ignorant of these issues. We have to make that very, very clear. So therefore, leave all that likulli fun in rijal, that for every field, they are specialists. So you want to discuss something, then you get the specialists and not people who are incompetent and so forth. So therefore, we need to make that clear that this program was a disgrace an incompetent host and incompetent guest remember so tomorrow they will apologize that was given to me today at about quarter to eight ten to eight so inshallah we hope and pray that they will apologize
guys, the two brothers, Dr. Anwarjiva and Muhammad Waryawa, and they realized that what the disservice they did to Islam, may Almighty Allah, Allah give us tawfiq, and always we come out with the positive, we all make mistakes, and it's good to apologize publicly, and inshallah, in that way, then we become a better human being, and a better ambassador of Islam. Before we go on with the queries, let us see what they are saying here on the Haaretz newspaper. Haaretz says, War Day 122 is the U.S. finally calling Iran's, Iran's bluff with strikes on Tehran and so forth. These countries will never attack one another. Shias are 100% kufar and they play a good game to fool the ummah. Remember, good inverted commas and we must be very clear on that issue there. So the United Nations Refugee Agency says IDF attacked the food truck in North Gaza. So this is, you must remember that the IDF attacks them, the settlers prevent them, and then they say they want peace. Israel only understands one language, and that is one settler, one bullet. And Biden, uh, and this guy, Biden's man, Foreign Minister Blinken, is there the fifth time. He's going to come to Israel, Saudi Arabia, is already in Saudi Arabia, and he'll come to Israel, go to Qatar, Egypt, and so forth. So remember that they do as they please, and they say they want to. So Hamas is teaching them a great lesson. Israeli security forces arrested 33 suspects in West Bank overnight. Thereafter, police report attempted stabbing of border police officers in West Bank. Assailant shot and killed, meaning a Palestinian was martyred. Activists launched 36-hour fast outside Red Red Cross headquarters to raise awareness of hostages' plight. Then a live update, United Nations to investigate Israel's claim that United Nations Refugee Agency staff took part in Hamas massacre. So remember that his bodyguards forced to chase Ben Gwagwee as he flees own security in the West Bank. Look at that humiliation, disgrace for this Harami super terrorist. He is supposed to be the Minister of Security, but he's dashing for cover. Bodyguards forced to chase Ben Gwee as he flees own security in the West Bank, remember that. So they should put a bullet through him. You can quote me anywhere. And that is what Islam will say. He is a super terrorist. And every terrorist in the Israelis, that's the only language they will understand. We should remember that. El Al cancels summer flights to Dublin and Marrakesh. Marrakesh is your Jordan due to low demand. All nonsense talk. That remember that in, in the, if you understand politics then you must remember Ireland has become one of the biggest critics of Israel and so forth so therefore to save face they will say that no it is due to low demand and Morocco if the people can help it they will topple the government there they are highly upset with their government the king and his puppets and so forth for normalizing ties with Israel so we need to be very clear on these issues here as well then Israeli lawyers to Qatari state fund advises IDF in hostage negotiations. So all that goes on, we must remember this. So inshallah, as we go along, we will see in Gaza a six-year-old lies before a tank among the bodies. This is from the Haaretz. In Gaza, a six-year-old lies before a tank among the bodies. So they are baby killers. That's what we must 
call them and tell the world now this is a genocide and it is being explained you must remember to one and all that this is how Israel behaves and is to fool the world and say they have the most moral army but from day one and before that also they are the biggest terrorists and murderers of prophets and messengers and the murderers of babies as you can see and children Gideon Levy writes and I quoted it this morning 11,500 children killed by them by the Israel beyond explanation how can you explain that so therefore all this peace talks and then the Saudi regime you can quote me anywhere Allahumma ahalik ala Saud kama ahalakta ada wa Samud and remember that that Allah destroyed them that is the government of Saudi Arabia and this MBS and his followers as Allah decimated remember the people of Ad and Samud so all these and likewise that side MBZ Murtad bin Zindiq this side Murtad bin Shaitan so these are the traitors to Islam so we must be very clear who our well-wishers are who our friends and who our foes and our enemy because sometimes this ummah does not even understand that the truth has come and the battle falsehood has perished okay Bismillahirrahmanirrahim so let us explain to you surah 2 verse number 185 Quran. and the month of Ramadan you must remember is such Almighty Allah mentions Ramadan is the only Islamic month mentioned in the noble Quran explicitly no other month is mentioned and what is the meaning of Ramadan we say the countdown has begun 35 days or so left so approximately one way this way that way depending on the moon sighting Ramadan means to burn and incinerate the sins so therefore we must be clear that from now we should be burning our sins so Shahru Ramadan unzila Quran. so the month of Ramadan is in which the Quran Sharif was revealed you must remember meaning from the Lohi Mahfuz the sacred tablet it was brought to Samawud Dunya the first sky and from there over a period of 23 years it was revealed to Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Hudallin Nas and the Quran Sharif is this guidance to humanity and وَبَيِّنَاتٍ مِّنَ الْهُدَى وَالْفُرْقَانِ and there are clear clear signs of guidance and the criterion what is haq and batil what is truth and what is falsehood فَمَنْ شَهِدَ مِنْكُمُ الشَّهْرَ فَالْيَسُومُ whosoever is present during this month you are not ill and you are not a traveler and so forth you must fast it's compulsory the 29 days 30 days whatever it is وَمَنْ كَانَ مَرِيدًا أَوْ عَلَى سَفَرٍ فَعِدَّةٌ مِّنْ أَيَّامٍ if a person is ill and sick or a person is a traveler so then remember he must keep the qada when he or she recovers and with all this fasting it is not the punishment it is for self-discipline that we become better human beings and we become more humble and we become dedicated devoted to Islam and to Almighty Allah first and foremost and to Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam yuridullahu bikumul yusra that Almighty Allah is making matters easy for you wala yuridu bikumul usr and not making it difficult when the month of Ramadan starts then what must you do well it took me you 
complete the period of 29 days or 30 days depending on the moon for Shawwal and then on Eid night on Eid day then you glorify the name of Almighty Allah because he granted you Hidayat and priority number one and that is the guidance and Iman and Islam then on Eid Al-Fitr the first of Shawwal we go out to the Eidgah we go out to the Masajid to the mosque to perform our Eid Salat so that in a nutshell is the meaning of this verse here chapter 2 and verse number 185 Alhamdulillah what can one read or do for children to become obedient in addition to remember the word zurriyah if you read you will find three verses normally I give one is the one you mentioned chapter 46 verse 15 beginning of the 26th subara wa aslih li fi zurriyati that oh almighty Allah you bring about reform piety in my progeny and my children and then number two is this surah 25 surah furqan the criterion and verse 74 رَبَّنَا هَبْلَنَا مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَاتِنَا قُرَّةَ أَعْيُونَ O Allah, grant us such spouses and such progeny and children that are the coolness of the eyes. So that is Surah 25 and verse 74. And thereafter we must read Surah 14, verse 40. رَبِّجْ أَلْنِي مُقِيمَ الصَّلَاةِ وَمِنْ ذُرِّيَّتِي O Almighty Allah, make me as a parent, it means, one who reads Salat and establishes Salat and my progeny as well Rabbana wa taqabbal dua O Almighty Allah accept our dua and supplication so these are the three duas chapter 46 verse 15 surah 25 chapter 25 verse 74 and chapter 14 and verse number 40 and the best way is you as parents we as elder seniors we must be the role model for our children and so forth. Today we expect wonders from them. Two, three easy examples. The parent will tell their children you mustn't smoke but they take out their cigarette and cigar in front of the children. So what example are you sending? You will tell them that you mustn't watch the movies and that but day and night the parents are busy with Hollywood, Bollywood, Robin Hood, Tiger Hood, all the Shaitan Hoods and remember they mustn't play with the phone but they all day busy themselves the father and the mother with TikTok and Allah alone knows what other rubbish and so forth so therefore we must be the role models then that will have a positive impact and we make dua also then things will change inshallah for the better Mufti Sahib which are the sunnah days to fast during the course of the week or during the course of the Islamic month for every month and every all the months besides Ramadan Mubarak, Ramadan is mandatory compulsory as I just read for you now in chapter 2 Surah Baqarah verse 185 So the 30 days, 29 days that to fast is compulsory every day. Yes, if you are ill or sick or you are a Musafir traveler, then obviously Qadad will be compulsory. Afterwards you will have to keep the fast. Secondly 
Thirdly, we must remember that during the course of the year, the other 11 months, Mondays and Thursdays are 100% Sunnah. Today, if you go to Masjid Nabawi, Medina Munawwara, Makkah Mukarramah, you will find thousands of people, and especially in Medina Munawwara, you will see they lay down the sufra, that is the cloth on the floor, and then they have the dates, the zamzam, and mashallah, the dugga, the powder, and so forth, the yogurt, excellent, mashallah. And on the 13, 14, 15, the Ayyamul Bees, when the moon is shining in its beauty and glory, 14 night moon, full moon, in Islam it is called Laylatul Badr, so that is what we should know, and all Allah, However, it's very good we fast on Mondays and Thursdays, and it's very good we fast on 13, 14, 15, but there's a proviso, and the condition is that from the time we became balir and mature till now it must be such that we don't have kadhafas outstanding that we should work out and calculate how many fasts did we must offer Ramadan, which was compulsory upon us. We must it due to sickness or due to laziness or whatever reason. So we must keep the Qadha fast first, then worry about the Sunnah and the Nafil voluntary fast. Similarly with Salat, remember it's very good to read the Hajjud Salat and Ishraq Salat and Salat Duha, Chash Namaz, as people call. Proper term is Salat Duha been after Maghrib and so forth but that is voluntary and all the Salat we have missed from the time we have become Baalik and mature so then it is mandatory compulsory upon us we must focus more on the Qadha then we worry about the voluntary fast or the voluntary Salat and Namaz Mufti Sahib, what is MBS trying to do, especially when it comes to the teaching of Deen and Quran uh, in the Haramain? Remember, it's not only in the Haramain. His whole aim, remember, he's a stooge and he's an agent, remember, of the enemy of America and Israel. And he's planted there, you must remember that. If you know Saudi politics, then it was always the king. You must remember King Abdul Aziz. After his death, it was his son. So you had Saud and then you had had Faisal and then you had Khalid and then you had Fahad and then you had Abdullah and then you had Salman so his sons, the King Abdul Aziz's sons are still alive Ahmad is there, he's alive, I met him personally, when we were invited for a conference, I don't know how but I'm the only guest there we were about 15-20 ulama from Africa and from every country like who they invited was one guest from South Africa, they invited me with Allah's help, Allah's mercy and then the person came we said, A.K. Abdul Qadir, Sheikh, you will have to speak. So I said, but Sheikh, these people are afadil, they all qualified, graduate. He said, no, 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 no. Prince say, you must speak. And thus, and I said, subhanallah. So then I had to deliver a talk there. You must remember in his headquarters there in Riyadh and so forth, Amir Ahmad, as they call him. So you must remember, he is deserving to be the next king after Salman. But you know, the West will always pull the strings and the Saudis, the fools and 
idiots will fall and then after Salman dies and remember he this idiot Murtad bin Shaitan MBS will become king and then you can write it down they will be leading to civil war and therefore he's so frightened to go to Britain he's so frightened to go to Washington and to United States why because he murdered you must remember Jamal Khashoggi who else is responsible he made Kurbani and he tore his body to pieces and remember the Washington Post is still waiting for him there and remember the British press will ask him where is Jamal Khashoggi's body who is responsible who murdered thousands of innocent people in Yemen it's not only these Haramis the Americans and the Sunak there the puppet you must remember and poodle of the Americans he should go back to India so you must remember he can drink the cow milk or the cow urine there if he wants so remember a good disservice to humanity what he's doing but anyway they all got their own agenda and they're attacking the innocent people of Yemen and this MBS did it unprovoked and remember two three four million people on the verge of starvation after that but Allah gave them Iman Hadith in Bukhari Sharif Allahumma barik lana fi Yemenina Ya Allah give us barakah into the people of Yemen Al-Imanu Yamaniyun you will find good very good Iman there in the people of Yemen meaning many of them majority of them Al-Hikmatu Yamaniya you will find wisdom there all three Ahadith remember are mentioned in Bukhari Sharif so under the Manaqib and so forth the virtues and merits of certain nations and people and individuals so therefore we need to be very very clear on this issue here thereafter we must also remember this that he will be questioned that how come you allowed cinemas in Medina and you promoted it and how come you allowed bikini beaches right there in Jeddah which is the gateway to Makkah Mukarramah how come you allowed the gays to come there in Formula 1 and so forth in Jeddah how come you allowing all these rave shows and so and when the ulama or some great people speak you just arrest them if you are in Saudi Arabia and you just send a tweet out they'll look you up for 5, 10, 20 years Sheikh Salih Ali Talib the Imam of the Haram Sharif in Makkah then we translating with Allah's help the khutbah from Makkah for over 20 years he said Lord, in a Jumma Friday sermon he said Lord, azuru as-sanamat, that you must not go and frequent the cinemas irrespective where it is in Medina or Jeddah or Riyadh or wherever else for that MBS the Murtad bin Shaitan you must remember locked him up for 10 years he's still in prison so the problem is with the Salafi scholars ulama iddawla yu'minuna bil ghaib you must believe in the unseen Islam is supralogical and they have become yu'minuna bil ghaib because they get the dollars from the king and the royal family and MBS and so forth and so on so they have sold they are sold to the devil remember that you can quote me in any part of the world whosoever got doubt regarding MBS and you say he's a Muslim and especially you scholars for dollars and Salafis then remember you yourself you're out of the fall of Islam 
We say to to Mufti Sahib. This evening's Q&A program has been brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies on the airwaves of Radio Al Ansar. You'll be listening to the Isha Azan, and at nine o'clock you'll be listening to the Isha Azan on the airwaves of Marka Sahaba Online Voice of the Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. So, whichever region that you are listening to us from, please do follow the timetable or the times for Isha for your region. We continue after this. You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Allahi wa barakatuh and continuing with this evening's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. Do remember Mufti Sahib's email is akhussein at gmail.com and the website is muftiakhussein.net and Twitter is at akhussein. Remember the number for your WhatsApp messages 084-786-3132. That's for those in South Africa. Those out of the borders of South Africa, it's plus 2784-786-3132. Mufti Sahib continuing with the Q&A program. Mufti Saad, what uh, in this month of uh, Rajab, as we are going to be coming to an end very, very shortly, once we come to the month of Sha'ban, how would we be reciting the dua, Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa balli'una Ramadan? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. There are two duas we should recite from now right till Ramadan. Currently, we should be reading Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Shaban wa balighna Ramadan. O Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla grant us barakah blessing during the month of Rajab and Shaban and spare us for the month of Ramadan. The hadith in Mishkat Sharif. And once the month of Shaban is ushered in, then we read Allahumma barik lana fi Shaban wa balighna Ramadan because Rajab is history. So we continue with the geography and we say Allahumma barik lana fi Shaban wa balighna Ramadan and another dua we should read reported on the authority of Ubadah bin Sahamit radiallahu an who's buried there in the graveyard of mercy and that is Maqbaratul Rahma right there you must remember when you just enter Al-Aqsa Al-Mubarak on the left hand side when you're entering so Ubadah bin Sahamit is buried there his honorable wife Umm Haram radiallahu Anha is buried there in Cyprus. So he states that Mustafa sallallahu read the following dua when Ramadan Mubarak was approaching like now. So Allahumma sallimna li Ramadan. Ya Allah, you save us for Ramadan. So it means that save us from illness, accident, mishaps. Wa sallim Ramadan alana and protect Ramadan for us. No controversy regarding the moon and so forth and so on. Wa sallim hulana O Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, that whatever good speech, whatever good righteous deeds we'll be doing, out of your Father, grace, mercy, benevolence, accept it. We all know it can never be on par, but we learn the lesson from Khalilullah Nabi Ibrahim salam and his beloved son Nabi Ismail salam Rabbana Taqabbal Minna, Innaka Anta Samiul Alim. O beloved Allah, you accept from us. Verily, Ya Allah, you are the only one who's all-hearing and all-knowing. And this is enshrined in the noble Quran. After that, Balda Ka'aba Musharrafah, the Baytullah, chapter 2, Surah Baqarah, verse 127. So that is what we should be begging, Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla. 
Mufti Sahib, this person says that Allah gifted me the ni'mah of teaching uh, maktab. Would like Mufti Sahib to give some advice. Mufti Sahib? Very good. MashaAllah. Remember that Hazrat bin Nuri, rahimahullah, who was one of the greatest muhaddisin. If you study Indo-Pak, you must remember in India, one of the greatest muhaddisin and scholars of hadith in the whole world was Shaykhul Hadith, Hazrat Mawana Muhammad Zakariya, Allahu Marqadahu, buried in Medina Munawwara. He came to South Africa to Stenga, and when we speak of that, we have to thank our Mawlana Tutla, Rahimamullah of Stenga, our Mawlana Muhammad Gardi, day of White River, mashallah, he's still living, Hafidahullah. So remember that they were very instrumental in bringing Sheikh here to South Africa. And 1982, on the first of Shaban, he passes away in Medina Munawwara. And if you study the history of Pakistan, and the greatest Muhaddi scholar was Hazrat Allama Sheikh Yusuf bin we met both of them we made some little bit khidmat also I'll never forget that majlis where Sheikhain Maraj al-Bahrain the two oceans were and this happened at Darulum Karachi where we were studying and this was just after the demise of Hazrat Mufti Muhammad Shafisab on the 10th of Shawwal 1976 so we were offering both of them the Sheikhain Hazrat Muhammad Zakaria Sheikh Hadis, and Hazrat Allama bin Nuri you must remember mangoes and they were speaking in Arabic and so forth. So who can be there? You know, a wonderful, wonderful majalis and gatherings. So anyway, so these were the giants, you must remember, that Indo-Pak had produced. And mashallah, so that is what we should know. So what was your question, Hafiz Wadi, regarding this question here? Yeah? Uh, this person wanted advice as the person who was teaching at the Maktab. Right. Hazrat Allama bin Nuri, rahimahullah, used to say that the people who teach in Maktab and maktab means primary madrasa and so forth you know we all went through that phase and where you teach takhti or yasnal quran alif ba tasa or alif be tese and so forth so sometimes that person is better and greater by almighty Allah than the shaykhul hadith teaching Bukhari Sharif and so forth why? because you must remember that he is teaching solely or she is teaching solely only for the love and pleasure of almighty Allah and the Shaykhul Hadith, not all obviously, but sometimes the intention is not right. They are teaching just for the wages, for, for the name and fame, and to get more and more, you understand, favors from the public and so forth. So everything, therefore, Imam Bukhari, Rahimamullah, in his Bukhari Sharif, he brought right in the beginning, Innamal A'malu bin Niyat. In Riyadu Salihin, Allama Nawawi, Rahimamullah, mentions Innamal A'malu bin Niyat, right in the beginning, Riyadu Allama Khatib Tabrizi Rahimamullah in Mishkat Sharif Innamal A'malu Bin Niyat So it shows these are all giants you must remember and all these books are taught in every Darulum in every Jamia in the world if you are running a proper Darulum and a Jamia and Islamic University and so forth so remember that the teacher himself the student also must ask what is my motive what is my intention in Urdu we have a wonderful saying JC Niyat VC Baraka whatever your Niyat is your intention is so the Baraka the results will be just like that as well so therefore each one of us should know so that's a great thing I tell you something you the students who love Arab ulama write this down 
So Sheikh Yusuf Kardawi in his autobiography, his biography means other people write. Autobiography, you write it or you dictate it and so forth. Like Hazrat Sheikh's Kitab, Abiti and so forth. So in three volumes, the original in Urdu and translated in English in various languages. Some people who don't understand Urdu, they read Abiti. How can it be Abiti? Abiti means daughter. Abiti, that means autobiography. So nevertheless, you must remember that so Sheikh Yusuf Kardavi passed away at the ripe old age of 96 and remember the title of his autobiography is what Ibnul Katatib that it is the son of the Maktab and you must remember that that I went to Madrasa and they shaped my destiny they shaped my prosper my prosperity they shaped everything of mine he writes himself I read it myself he says when I was in my formative years I used to read the books of Imam Ghazali and it should touch my heart and the way I used to cry Buka and Shadida profusely abundantly and therefore when you study the work he wrote regarding Imam Ghazali Imam Ghazali those who loved Imam Ghazali and those who criticized him those who criticized him they said Imam Ghazali is weak in Hadith and he admitted and confessed to that Imam Ghazali Rahimamullah's words were when I quote a hadith then you must go and verify it by the great great scholars of hadith and so forth and therefore in the latter portion of his life he focused on hadith and when the time came for his device Imam Abu Hamid al-Ghazali Rahimamullah he passes away while studying Bukhari Sharif and Bukhari Sharif then was there it just fell, it collapsed and it fell on his chest also so remember wonderful book so that is our basis you must remember that so this is a big failing nowadays in the western world and so forth I've been America Europe Arab countries and our own Cape Town and all that if you see that one of the biggest failures is this there's no real proper structured maktab system across the country across the board and so forth South Africa our old old ulama who came from India or those who were born here, you must remember Maqasim Sema Rahimamullah he taught her, he told me, I told her several times, I heard it personally from him in Safar and Hadar they in Newcastle or while she were traveling, he said Jab waha wash, wash metha, when we, we told speak Urdu with Maulana so Maulana was born in 1935, he went to study in Dabel, in 44 he came back and then he stayed for 20 three years in Washbank. Washbank is that side there, you know, next to Dundee, Glencoe and all those areas, Northern Natal. He prepared a whole nisab, a whole syllabus for the madaris and for the whole of Jamiat Ulama Kwazulu Natal. Jamiat Natal was established in 1955 and so forth. So from that time he established it and it was like the first real proper syllabi and all that. So and then it became famous and the people used to call it the nisab so named after Mona Qasim Sema Rahimamullah. So that is what they did to preserve Islam 
imam. So first thing our ulama and elders did, they built masajid. Next to the masjid, they had a madrasa. And in the town city, they had a qabristan and a graveyard. So that is how they preserved the Islam. And we should make dua for them. Allah, Jalla wa Allah, remember, grant them the highest stages in Jannatul Firdaus al-A'la, that our masajid must always be open. Our maktabs must never be closed. A school, Muslim school, whatever you want to call, can never take the place of a maktab. It's a dream, a Pied Piper's dream, that wasting time if you think you can replace the maktab. Nothing can replace the maktab. And remember, Qabristan, see now, today is all Jermakar, that you come here to Avalon Lens. You don't even know which side is a Muslim, non-Muslim, some places there. It's like totally mixed up now. So you must remember, so that is the price you pay for democracy and freedom and so forth, that everything, kullu halal business, Allah forbid. So that is how Islam is protected. When I was in America in 2000, I went twice. First with my friend, brother Yusuf Dokrat, and then with my wife. We spent all Ramadan there. And then I had to deliver the Eid talk. In my Eid talk, this was my topic. Remember that? Because hundreds of people, maybe over a thousand, and it was held like in an Eid guy and whatever. From far and wide people came. The press were there also. My name came in the first page of the American newspaper there. The local newspaper, you understand? That I was in Hagerstown, Maryland. So I still got it lying somewhere. Anyway, cut long story short, you must remember I said, I studied your people's madrasa and children. So they go to madrasa Saturdays one, two hours and Sundays one, two hours. So the first Friday, the, sorry, the first Saturday, Sunday, they went. Second one, they said no. They have to go for shopping. So they wouldn't go. Third one, the Maulana decided he has to go for shopping. And the fourth one now was Ramadan ending and Eid was coming. So remember. So basically, they went four hours maximum to madrasa in that month. So what are your children? They are idle candidates for irtidat, to become murtad. That is what you did. And every one of them there who used to read Salat behind me was not a GP and an ordinary simple Simon doctor. Everyone was a specialist. Some words I can't even pronounce them. This ologist and this ologist. In my talk, I said I met so many ologists here. Yeah, the only person I never met is a zoologist here, yeah, you see. So, and also from Pakistan, you know, majority of them. And, you know, some Arabs, some Bangladeshis, but by and large, they were Pakistani. So, and top shot, they were all of them. But I said, I took out my handkerchief and I said, you have sold your dean and your children's dean for this, the American passport. So a few of them came and they were crying and they said, yes, is the truth what you said. We only looked at dunya and now we're suffering. Our children already left the dean and on the verge of leaving the dean because they fall in love with somebody. Some of them fall in love, Adam and Eve. Some fall in love, Adam and Steve. And you know everything goes there and you can't tell them anything. They lock you up and so forth. So that is our problem we are facing now as well. You must ensure your children must go to maktab. Even if they're going to Muslim school and whatever, they must go to maktab. Then only will you understand what is the true deen. Otherwise, it's just a subject in it. When we were, till today is my habit.
when I carry the Quran Sharif or our Islamic books, we carry it in our right hand and we place it next to our chest, our heart. We love it, we respect it, we show reverence to it. Chapter 22, verse 32. You see, this guy is going to school, Muslim school, the school, and they got that knapsack and I don't know what and what. And where it is on their tutor, you must remember that. They got it there on their back and it's touching their buttocks and all that. And the Quran Sharif is inside. I'm asking you, is that what respect you show? So, ma faza man faza illa bil adabi, wa ma sakata man sakata illa bisu il adabi. You will never be successful unless you show utmost respect to the masjid, to the ustads, to the ulama, and our teachers, and the ahadith, and our Islamic books, and so forth. And if you show this respect, then remember you will be a disaster and you will be a failure. So, these are the big lessons we must inculcate this quality. When you imbibe and acquire this knowledge in your youth, then it is like a mark on a stone. You'll never ever forget it, inshallah. Mufti Sahib, is there a dua to read for the protection of one's money and assets? Remember that if you want to protect your money and assets, the hadith is mentioned in the marasil of Imam Abu Dawood. Beautiful hadith. Let's go with the whole hadith. Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Hassinu amwalakum bi zakat. That you must protect your wealth and your assets by the payment of zakat. How many times did we pay zakat? How many times we underpaid? How many times we didn't pay? And according to the Shafi'is, Malikis, Hanbalis, zakat is compulsory on the wealth of the miners also. Your sons and daughters have got gold coins, Kruger coins, jewelry, and what have you, and it's just lying there. So you must remember in the vault, in the safe, it's zakat is compulsory. According to Shafi'is, Malikis, Hanbalis, the Hadith in Tirmidhi, Alaman waliya yatiman, so it shows it's compulsory the zakat remember that and only Hanafi say that zakat on the wealth of minors is not compulsory so be that as may is an academic discussion so from the time we became balir and mature and we have wealth and we reach the threshold of nisab so did we pay our zakat properly so it's all well and good to give voluntary charity but what about all the outstanding zakat. Yesterday, day for yesterday, a person said that I found a text in one kitab, we can delay the payment of our zakat for one, two years. I said, what answer will you give to this verse here? وَالَّذِينَ يَكْنِزُونَ الذَّهَبَ وَالْفِدَّةَ وَلَا يُنْفِقُونَهَا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ فَبَشِّرُهُمْ بِعَذَابٍ أَلِيمٍ And those people remember who hoard and store their gold and their silver, meaning their money and assets that are zakatable, and they don't spend it in the path of Almighty Allah, Jalla Allah, then give them the announcement that for them is a horrible, terrible, painful punishment, and the details continue. You. Chapter 9, Surah Tawbah, verses 34 and 35. It's haram to delay payment of zakat. And those of us, we know zakat was compulsory, but we didn't bother or we just made some estimation and gave. So you have to work it out. Rather you overpay than 
underpay, remember. So, hassinu amwalakum zakat. First one. Wadawoo mardakum bisadaqa. In your family, in your friends, we see what is happening in Gaza al-Mubaraka. So, our children are being martyred, murdered, injured, wounded, men, women, civilians. So, give our charity, voluntary charity for the people who are ill and sick, whether you know them or you don't know them. And that is voluntary. And third one, in life you go through the vicissitudes and ups and downs, duk and suk. So prosperity, adversity. So wastak bilu amwajal bala. You in Durban know very well. So you look at your Indian Ocean and you see the waves coming and so forth. So in life you face the waves of challenges and problems. Some days are very good. Some days are very, very serious. And some days you're in a somber mood. Some days you're very sad. So face the umwajal bala, the ups and downs and vicissitudes of life. Bid du'a'i wa tadarru, cry to Allah, beg Allah, Allah se magna hai, Allah se manwana hai. So beg Almighty Allah jalla wala with the supplication and du'as. The hadith mentioned in the marasil of Imam Abu Dawood. Imam Abu Dawood has mentioned 800 ahadith there. So this is one of them beautiful, wonderful hadith. And read Surah 12, Surah Yusuf, verse 64. فَاللَّهُ خَيْرٌ حَافِظًا وَهُوَ أَرْحَمُ الرَّاحِمِينَ Almighty Allah is the best protector. And He, Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, He was, He is, He will always be the only one, exclusive, most merciful one to show mercy. When we were very young, and I'm sure your parents did the same, I can feel vividly remembered it. I would leave the house, go to madrasa, hift class, four o'clock in the morning, or we're going to school, or we're going to madrasa, and what would happen? That our beloved mother would come right till the door, and you can just see the sadness, now beta is going, there the beloved son, naughty guy, mustan is leaving, you see, then she'll say, go, 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 that, khuda hafiz. So your khuda hafiz is your translation of surah 12, fallahu khayrun hafidah, Learn this type of Quranic du'as, very, very effective. So, where can a person study Islamic law and jurisprudence? Remember three things we must get out of our mind. That today this notion some people got, you can sit on your laurels and think of Hadi and on your lazy boy and study Islam, self-study on internet, you dal mudwil and sometimes you'll exit Islam also. Habibuna Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam was sent as the final and last messenger of Almighty Allah and the final prophet of Almighty Allah. Chapter 62 and that is Surah Al-Jumu'ah verse 2. What were your functions, Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi And this is for Arabs. Majority of them, Yatlu Alehim Ayati. Teach them how to recite the Quran Sharif properly. So that is your maktab. And remember your primary madrasas. Where you zakih him and purify them from kufr and shirk, from the blasphemy and polytheism, idol worship, the pride, arrogance, jealousy, and the love of this world and love for name and faith and so forth. So that, that is the work of the Khanka. 
And then, وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ Teach them the Qur'an Sharif and the Sunnah. That is the function of your Darulums and so forth. So we need to understand all are mentioned here, directly, indirectly. So you must learn Islam by the qualified specialist and so forth. إِنَّمَا الْعِلْمُ بِالتَّعَلُّمُ إِنَّمَا بُئِثْتُ مُعَلِّمًا Open Mishkar Sharif, open Mustad Ahmad, you will find. Hadith teaches us, I was sent as a teacher for humanity and posterity Mustafa sallallahu alayhi sallam said so that is one two you must remember that Yuma cannot go and study by these western universities and so forth that you say I studied at UNISA I didn't study Islam or something I finished all that with Allah's help we still studying but I wanted to study the Arabic and that was very good because we come to know the equivalent terms for example that Fathaza Kasra Dhamma they call diacritical marks and then even the thesis and all that which we wrote so you learn a good way of how the orientalists approach things and so forth but you cannot take your knowledge from them watch out from whom you take your deen Ibn Sirin used to say open Bishkat Sharif so therefore it is a myth you must remember to think we can study in this western university story time when I went to America twice and Canada thrice, so they used to tell me there in Canada, there's a wonderful university and it has a great library. Now, I love books, Khairu, Jalisi, Kutubi, and especially Arabic books. We can sit for hours and hours and read with Allah's help. So here yeah, I land up, you must remember, there in uh, Montreal and McGill University is there. I went to the library, I was not impressed at all. My library might be better than theirs, you'll understand, the way I thought it will be. So I was not impressed at all. Anyway, I asked them that where's the postgraduate students, and they said go there. So I went there and I saw a Palestinian, and he had black, uh, like a polo shirt, a polo skipper on or whatever, and a black trouser. And uh, I said, Salaamu Alaikum. So he looked at me, so I told him, can I attend the lectures? He said, yes. He was not a Muslim, he was a Christian Palestinian. Anyway, I didn't know that initially, afterwards I came to know. So there were three, four students there doing their PhD and so forth. He's lecturing, I'm just looking at him, and that I wasn't taking notes, I was just listening. Whilst delivering the lecture, he said, Imam Shafi'i, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, was a Shia. My eyes popped out and I just looked at him. And these students, simple Simons, are just writing. So after he's finished and that, so I picked up my hand. I said, sir, or master, whatever, can I ask you a question? You know, I beg your indulgence. He said, yes, go ahead. I said, you are an Arab. Do you know what is? You must remember Diwanu Shafi'i, Imam Shafi's collection of poetry. You explained this to me and explained to the students, that Imam Shafi'i said, if Shia Azam really was the love for the family of Mustafa sallam, let human being and jinn bear testimony, I'm also a Shia. So he said the Shias lie that they say they love the family of Nabi alayhi salam. They hate the wives of Nabi alayhi salam, say the Aisha, say the Hafsa, they say non-Muslim. They hate the daughters of Nabi alayhi salam, besides say the Fatima. And remember, they say they love Sayyidina Hussein, but they murdered Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu anh. 
When I asked him that, he said, no, there's difference of opinion. I am thinking you're making these people idiots here, man. You're telling them that Imam Shafi is a Shia. They all these students looking at me and they writing there. So that is what happens in Western universities. They talk more nonsense than anything else. Therefore, me, I never get intimidated with these clowns here. They can come with their degrees and whatever. We challenge them anytime, as I showed you Saturday night as well. We don't fear anybody and we will not carry favor with any person and with any organization and any politician, any government. When it comes to Deen of Islam, Allah Akbar, Alhamdulillah. Inshallah, we go for Adhan and then we'll continue. We say Jazakallah Khairun to Mufti Sahib. This evening's Q&A program has been brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. It's time for the Shah Azan on the airwaves of Marqa Sahaba Online, voice of the Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Please do follow the time for Isha for your region. We'll continue after this.